From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hi, everybody. I'm Jeff Maris from WizPolitics.com here for Midday, brought to you by Spectrum. And I have with me Adam Kellenhofer, WizPolitics.com reporter. And we're going to talk today about Attorney General Josh Call and what he's been up to. Uh, two big things on uh, that happened. He uh, formally announced for re-election. He was first elected in uh, 2018. He's going to run again next year. Um, and number two, he uh, announced a big settlement in the opioid case, which is going to send a lot of money to local um, uh, governments and uh, organizations to help fight the opioid epidemic, which uh, still rages across the United States and Wisconsin. So, Adam, tell me a little bit about the settlement. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back in midday today. So the settlement that call was talking about is with the uh, pharmaceutical giant Purdue Pharma, which was known obviously for manufacturing uh, lots of opioid medications such as oxycontin, um, which has you know kind of pushed this opioid uh, epidemic. So the settlement would bring more than sixty five million dollars to Wisconsin and it's part of a joint settlement with 14 other states across the country. And that settlement combined with the other 14 states, uh, brings about $4.5 billion in total. Uh, however, this is really interesting, Jeff, because Governor Evers just signed into law Wisconsin Act 57, which gives the Joint Finance Committee the final authority to settle um, cases and final say over approval over those settlements. However, what's interesting here uh, is Call is saying that this new settlement proposal with Purdue Pharma doesn't actually fall under the purview of Act 57 because it involves uh, a bankruptcy case. So it's it's a little bit different than what Act 57 aims to deal with. And Call also said that the settlement plan was never approved by any lawmakers, which is a requirement of Act 57 to give the Joint Finance Committee oversight over the settlement. And Jeff, Call told me over the phone that while there is still a lot of work to do addressing uh, the issues created by the opioid epidemic, uh, he said this does push us in the right direction and it is a significant amount of money. And he said under the uh, Extraneous circumstances, you know, considering the bankruptcy issue with Purdue Pharma, uh, he said this new proposal is really the best case um, scenario for, you know, the issue with Purdue Pharma and OxyContin. When this, uh, when a plan for this bankruptcy was first proposed, um, a lot of the people involved in the process, um, about half of the states and many others, uh, were comfortable with that plan, but uh, I thought and about half of the states thought that that plan didn't do enough to provide funds uh, to help fight the opioid epidemic. And so um, we objected to that original plan and we have uh, pursued discussions. And as a result of that effort, uh, the, the proposed plan has gotten better and it's now gotten to the point where I think that um, this is as well as we'll be able to do and, and it's gonna get as many dollars to flow into Wisconsin as possible. Okay, I guess there could be a, uh, some uh, 
response from the legislature on that, although I haven't heard of anything in, in response to what Call is saying that he has the uh, the authority to uh, make this deal for the state. Yeah, Jeff, I haven't either. I reached out to both co-chairs of the Joint Finance Committee, the Republicans. Uh, we have Representative Mark Bourne and Senator Howard Markline. Um, neither of them uh, gave me comments on whether Call is right on this issue or not, whether Act 57 does apply, uh, but we'll probably hear something about this uh, soon down the line because you know that Act 57 obviously was a move to give the Joint Finance Committee more, more power over these uh, opioid litigation settlements. And that's exactly what this is. So we can uh, look for that in the future. Also, Jeff, Act 57 uh, was designed to direct about 70% of all opioid litigation settlement funds to local efforts to combat the opioid epidemic. Um, so things like drug treatment centers would receive a lot of that money. And Act 57 is focused on uh, helping out uh, community efforts at the local level to try and fund those efforts and, and address a lot of these uh, drug abuse issues. Okay, so uh, moving on to uh, the politics uh, behind this. So this is something that I think Call will uh, talk about in his reelection uh, campaign. He just formally announced um, uh, and um, He's going to be, there's at least two Republicans who are lining up to run against him. Uh, we have Ryan Owens, uh, and Ryan is an academic. He uh, used to be the uh, head of the Tommy Thompson Center at UW-Madison. And then uh, we have uh, the Republican district attorney in Fond du Lac County, Eric Toney. Um, and so we have fundraising numbers coming out uh, um, this week and and Josh Call is uh, touting you know uh, that he raised uh, more than four hundred thousand during the first half of the year in preparation for the race next year. Uh, Ryan Owens uh, says he raised uh, about three hundred thousand, and Tony hasn't uh, reported at the time of this recording. So um, you know, I mean, it would appear that uh, you know uh, uh, Call is in decent position, uh, you know, as he runs for re-election. I mean, uh, it won't be a high profile race, but uh, as high a profile as the U.S. Senate race or the governor's race. But uh, all those Democratic turnout efforts for uh, Evers and uh, the Democratic nominee, whoever runs against Ron Johnson, will certainly uh, help call, uh, you know, down the road um, and uh, help him with his effort. But, you know, there's just going to be a drop off, you know, when people go to vote uh, next year, there's going to be a drop off in terms of, uh, you know, going voting for U.S. Senate, voting for governor. And then, you know, uh, uh, you know, they, there won't be so much so many voters going down the line. But I, I do think call will be helped, certainly by those turnout efforts. Um, what other issues are out there? Um, for call, I don't know whether we can, uh, you know, um, you remember this complaint in the uh, Justice Department. Uh, yeah, there were some one of one of the big issues that call is going to be having to tackle uh, during his, his reelection bid is going to be the complaints within the Department of Justice that there were some higher ups who were allegedly uh discriminating based off of 
discriminating against workers based on their gender. Uh, however, a recent, a, an independent investigation uh, concluded that they couldn't find any evidence to support those claims. However, that's still going to be something that uh, Call is going to have to deal with. You know, it's not really a good look to have women in your department complaining about their bosses treating them badly just because they're women. So that's something I'll have to focus on for sure. And also, Call has been in the news a lot lately for his um, inquiries to clergy and faith leader abuse. So uh, recently, they announced that they received more than 100 responses to their uh, inquiry into the issue, but those more than 100 responses aren't all cases of sexual abuse or abuse in general. Um, some of them, at least, are complaints about how clergy and faith leaders uh, handled uh, cases of alleged abuse among, you know, members of the faith. Uh, so. That, that will definitely be something in the news. Uh, we've seen a lot of, uh, of, of the Catholic churches in Wisconsin uh, complaining about how they say the investigation is focusing on Catholic churches rather than other uh, religious uh, organizations. Um, but also interesting, Jeff, not all of those 100 complaints focus on religious organizations. At least some of them are regarding non-religious organizations. So it's not a solely religious uh, faith clergy abuse investigation. It's broader than that. Okay, well, we'll have to track uh, you know, what uh, Josh Call and his department is doing on that. And we'll have to track the, uh, the complaint from inside his department. And we'll be tracking the money. So that brings us to a close for Midday Today. Thank you, Adam, for being part of it. And this has been Midday, brought to you by Spectrum. This has been WISPolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.